What's up, guys? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology, and we are back as we continue to study Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20 through 24. If you haven't checked it out yet, man, go ahead and read it, man. See what it has to say. Then come back and we'll discuss the four questions. If you already have read it, man, let's jump on in, man. Let's see what the scriptures say. First question is, what, what what's it got to say? What do we got to say? You understand the words? And so what is Paul actually saying? And so we read and it says that, uh, but you did not learn Christ in this way. If indeed you have heard and have been taught in him, just as the truth is in Jesus. He says, uh, take off according to the formal way of life, the old man in corruption and deceitfulness of lust and be renewed in your mind by the spirit and put on the new man. The one that's created in the likeness of God in righteousness and the holiness of truth. And so what is Paul saying? He says exactly this, that first off, this ain't how you learn Christ, right? This isn't the way. And what is this? Uh, Well, it's what we talked about in the last episode, the corruption, the evil life, the greed, the lust, the sensuality. All of these things are not the way that you learn Christ. This is not how you have been taught Christ. When you came to know Christ, it was something that had changed you. It made you something new. In Romans, it talks about how if you died with Christ, then how can you still live in sin? And so this is kind of the idea that Paul is um, saying when he says this. This is not how you learn Christ. And then he says, put off the formal way of living. And this is an action. So uh, I think it's continual. It's something that has to continue to happen, man, continue to occur because, man, the old man tries to creep back in all the time. The old man tries to creep back in all the time. And so he says, man, we got to put aside these actions that were according to the formal way that we used to live, which was just like the Gentiles before, the ones that he talked about and how they acted. We put aside that. And then it says, we be are renewed. We allow ourselves to be renewed in our minds by the Holy Spirit. Now, I've got to say a little bit on this, because um, if you're reading in one translation versus another, it may be, say, uh, renew the spirit of your mind. And then some say and be renewed in your mind by the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's because um the way in which the Greek is constructed, it can be difficult to ascertain what spirit they are talking about. Now, for me, I, I've, I've read this and, and I'm thinking that in this particular passage that the word penuma or penumati actually, which means spirit, is describing or speaking of the Holy Spirit. Because every other time in Ephesians, when spirit, this word is mentioned, It is always mentioned in regards to the Holy Spirit. And so I don't see any difference uh, here. Why would be? And then when he talks about the mind, it's not a common phrase to say spirit of your mind. Uh, That's not a common saying in the the Greek text for understanding what your, your, your the seat or the heart of man is. Usually it's heart or mind, but not spirit of mind. So that's that's why I partake it that way. Yeah, there's others who are far wiser than me that just say it's the spirit of the mind. But the idea is the same. OK, 
is that this is a divine passive is what um, um, we call this when there's no specific subject that covers what the verb who's doing the action in this. And so it's God who is renewing the mind. Or for me, I said, be renewed is, is, is like uh, be renewed by the Holy Spirit, which is the one that is doing the renewing which is also the same as in, um, I believe it's in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, that uh, that we should renew our minds, that we should be renewing our minds. And the person who is doing that is the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. And anyway, after we renew our minds, it says this is what happens. We put on the new man, the one who is created in the image of God, who is righteous and full of holiness and truth. And so as we begin to renew our minds by the Holy Spirit, that is us actively putting on the new man. And this new man is the one that is created in the image of God. It's the one who has been created to look like Christ, the one who is created to be built up and to represent Christ on this planet. So that, uh, like like uh, um, Paul said before, to display to everything, all of the dominions, the powers, the principalities, the glory and the wonder of God. That is what we're supposed to do. So what is this saying about God? Well, he's a creator God, the one who makes new. You see, he takes us who are broken and and beat and, and destroyed and he makes us beautiful. He puts us together and makes us holy, strengthens us, sets our feet upon a rock. And he he makes us completely new is what this is saying, that we are created in the image of God. What's this say about man? It's that we're to be renewed in the spirit of our, we're supposed to, that we need to be renewed. Our minds need to be renewed. That that, uh, the Holy Spirit needs to renew our minds. That God needs to, renew our minds. We need to allow God to change our hearts intentions that we're no longer like uh, how the Gentiles live, but we are new. We have desires that want to seek God's glory. We have a will that wants to know God more. That is what we're supposed to do. And this is a continuous process. It's not as if it uh, is a is a one-time thing. This is something that we have to continue to work on on a daily basis. So that's the application is is work on that. I think what helps me is when my mind begins to drift, then I have to refocus it. So the question is, have a active time each day or a process where you recognize the power, the beauty, and the wonder of God, and then you allow that to be the sovereign thing or the thing that guides all things that go on in your life. Let that guide your mind, let that guide your actions to continually give these things over to him, to continually be renewing your mind. When something happens, you quickly twist it and say, uh, uh, is this the way that the spirit would want me to move? Is this the thing that Christ would desire of me? Is this the the movement or the motion or the purpose or the will that the Father has divined for me. It's refocusing our attitudes and our minds to see God as preeminent or number one over all things and then acting that way. 
because we know that is where identity comes from. So let's do that this morning or this afternoon or this night, whichever time it is, but each day. I thank you guys for listening and I will see you in the next episode.